The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey IDP Army, ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello, welcome to Defense Matters, where we are talking mostly IDP, all fantasy football, one of the many shows on the Big Three Network. I'm your host, Jordan Rains at Fifty Shades of Drunk on Twitter. I'm a senior writer at DynastyNerds.com and co-host of the IDP 411 podcast, which is on ExpandTheBoxScore.com. Guys, today, guys and gals, today I have a great show for you. <clears throat> Going to be breaking down my uh, my redraft rankings for defensive line. So uh, 2020 defensive line IDP draft rankings. I'm going to break down my first four tiers like I did my last show with the linebackers. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and just start by first telling you about the scoring system, IDP 123. So an IDP 123 scoring, which is what these rankings are uh, under, you have uh, one-point plays are quarterback hits and assisted tackles. Two-point plays are tackles for loss and solo tackles. Three-point plays are passes defended, forced fumbles, fumble recoveries, safeties, blocked kicks, and then your six-point plays, which are basically your touchdowns of the defense, are sacks, interceptions, and IDP touchdowns. So that's going to be our scoring parameters for this show. And like I said, I'm going to break down my top, uh, I believe my tier four ends with uh, 37. So I'm going to break down my top 37 players with you for 2020. Uh, IDP defensive line rankings and we're gonna go ahead and start by defining as well what the tiers are so we're gonna have them broken into linemen kind of like this we're gonna have elite defensive linemen great defensive linemen and then serviceable defensive linemen Um, elite defensive linemen or edge rushers there's only gonna be is gonna be tier one and tier one only that's gonna be high-end defensive linemen Um, and we'll go ahead and talk about those guys first but what I'm looking for is you know kind of like the outside linebacker show I want them to meet three or more of these requirements, 12 and a half or more sacks, 24 or more quarterback hits, 55 or more tackles, and 18 or more impact plays. So if I got, I think a guy is going to project out to hit three of these thresholds or four, he is going to be ranked in my tier one linebacker or defensive lineman and edge. Um, some guys that aren't going to be in here that, you know, we're on the other show, Chandler Jones, TJ Watt, Shaq Barrett. I mean, some of those guys, you know, aren't going to be played as a defensive lineman in all formats. Um, so right now I'm just going down my fantasy pros rankings in season. I will cater more to the sleeper app. So I will cover, 
you know, Chandler Jones won't probably be in my linebacker ranking show during the season. He'll be on my defensive line rankings. But for the purposes of this show, he was on the linebacker show because that's how Fantasy Pros kind of forced me to uh, to uh, rank him this season. So I'm going to go ahead and start tier one. Uh, my number one overall guy is Daniil Hunter from the Minnesota Vikings. Number two, Miles Garrett from the Cleveland Browns. Number three, Nick Bosa, San Francisco 49ers. Number four, Joey Bosa, L.A. Chargers. Um, five, J.J. Watt, six, Aaron Donald, L.A. Rams, and seven, Cameron Jordan. Those are That's my tier one defensive lineman, edge rusher guys for the season. These are high-end defensive lineman one. I'm projecting these guys to get you know meet these th- three or more of these thresholds, 12 and a half or more sacks, 24 or more quarterback hits, 55 or more tackles, and 18 or more impact plays. Um, you know, Daniil Hunter, right off the bat, you know, he basically, he's been, uh, averaging 70 tackles the last two seasons, basically. So he crushes that. 14 and a half tackles, crushes that. And then he is disruptive. He does not have a high number of, super high number of impact plays. He does not get a lot of pass deflections. But his tackles for loss, his quarterback hits, and his sacks are so high, he falls, he easily is number one uh, overall. I will say there is, there's a there's a case to be made to maybe put a couple other guys ahead of him. But the consistency of Daniil Hunter right now, year to year the past two seasons it's it's just silly to move him um number two miles garrett you know he had the unfortunate you know mishap this year he didn't get to play the full season but in 10 games he had 10 sacks uh 29 and a half uh tackles 10 11 tackles for loss 18 quarterback hits i mean he was being super disruptive he had two forced fumbles as well um, all that in just 10 games you know, he was pacing for a, a, to crush his, his season before that. He had 13 and a half in 16 games. So, I mean, he was right on the heels of destroying those numbers. So, you know, he, he looks better than ever. He says, you know, he hasn't been losing and, you know, getting out of shape or anything like that. I mean, he's ready to play. So he's, he's definitely a guy that is a tier one defensive lineman. Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa, the Bosa brothers are great pass rushers. Um, you know, Joey has it. Joey has consistently been a double digit tackle or sack producer. High tackles for loss. I believe he was one of the tackle for loss leaders this last season. Um, yeah, he had third most tackles for loss in 2019 with 18 tackles for loss. Nick right on his tails with 16. So they're crushing in the in the impact play department without even going into some of the other things that they do for your teams. Um, Joey Bosa d- does not get a lot of pass deflections. I believe he has three over a four-year career. And like I said earlier, Daniil uh, Hunter does not have a lot of pass deflections, so that's the only real – in this in this tier, those guys are the guys that can get knocked um, because they do not do a lot in the pass-defended, uh, pass-deflection area. Nick Bosa, for instance, he's already got two, and he's only been in the league for a season, and uh, two or three. And uh, Joey, you know, he's been – like I said, been in the league for four or five years. He's only got three. So he's just not he's just not focusing on that. J.J. Watt, we know what J.J. Watt is. He does everything. I mean, there are no holes in J.J. Watt's game. Uh, injury concerns are the only reason people would not have him in this tier. We're just assuming 16 games for everybody when you're ranking, in my opinion. You kind of have to. I mean, maybe you can bake in everybody misses a game, but, I mean, you have to bake that in for everybody because all things being equal. So he's a tier one guy. Aaron Donald, I mean, again, defensive player of the year, all pro basically every season of his career. He's averaging 20 tackles for loss a season guys he was a tackle for loss leader this year and last year at 20 this year that's what he averages if you go back and look at his career he's averaged 20 tackles for loss a season which is incredible talk about an impact play it's a behind the line of scrimmage the offense is moving backwards he does this 20 times a year i mean that that's big that's big 
Um, anybody will tell you that's big. And then I got Cameron Jordan in here. Like I said, he's number seven. Cameron Jordan just he does it all. He was what was he sack leader this year? He was third in the sacks this year. He was ahead of Daniel Hunter, ahead of T.J. Watt, ahead of Zadarius Smith, ahead of Aaron Donald, only behind Shaq Barrett and Chandler Jones. So he got the sacks this year. Every year he gets past deflections. He's great at that. Um, that's one of the things I love about him. Three this year, six year before, eleven year before. You know, those are impact plays. Those are three point plays in IDP one two three scoring. So two pass deflections equals a sack. You know, point. Uh, you know, all things being equal. So guys that can make up for not getting high sack numbers, you know, can make up for it in other ways on the field. But Cameron Jordan does it all. He deserves to be a tier one defensive lineman. He deserves to be treated like one. Um, and like I said, he is one of my tier one defensive linemen. These guys are elite defensive linemen one. I believe that these guys are going to be defensive linemen, you know, ones this year, DE ones, edge ones, whatever you want to call them. I believe they're going to meet these thresholds that need to be met. So they're my lock ones. Now the next tier, well, the next is actually defined. The def, definition I have is great defensive linemen. Now this is tier two and tier three. So you're going to have low end defensive linemen ones and then high end defensive linemen twos is how I'm, viewing this next group of guys uh i call them great defensive linemen there are two tiers um i'll go ahead and break down tier two for you really fast um tier two you have cameron hayward uh pittsburgh chase young at nine washington rookie uh 10 demarcus lawrence dallas cowboys 11 justin houston indianapolis colts 12 carlos dunlap 13 deforest buckner uh, just moved to Indianapolis Colts. 14, Chris Jones, uh, uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, 15, Chandler Jones, Atlanta Falcons now. 16, Sam Hubbard, Cincinnati Bengals. 17, Josh Allen, Jacksonville Jaguars. 18, Frank Clark, Kansas City Chiefs. And 19, you have Grady Jarrett. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Uh, that's my tier two. And, you know, I'm projecting these guys to get right around 10, you know, the tier that I'm talking about, the great defensive lineman, the requirements, I'll read them back to you. Sorry, guys. Um, 10 or more sacks, 18 or more quarterback hits, 45 or more tackles, and then 15 or more impact plays. Uh, three of those or more need to be met. So that's where you're, you're kind of getting these guys that you're not super locking in. You know, I, I know that Carlos Dunlap can have more than 10 sacks but I don't know if I'm projecting him to do that. I know Dante Fowler could have more than 10 sacks, but I'm not sure that I can project him to do that. Uh, same, you know, Josh Allen could. That's kind of my thought process, you know, when it comes to sacks. Tackles, again, you know, these 45, it's right. It's like, that's really good. That's a good threshold to hit. If you can get me 45 tackles, that's great. Some of these guys, you know, Sam Hubbard and Cameron Jordan, they both had massive tackle numbers. So I know they're going to hit that. But they were both under eleven, you know, under ten sack that ten sack threshold. So there are ups and downs to these players. These guys aren't the all around whole package like some of the other guys are. Um, still, could be played as low end ones, high end defensive linemen too. Um, you know, and I'm going to go ahead and get into my tier three. Now I said that these guys could be, you know, these are also great defensive linemen, and I'm kind of projecting them the same way. But these are players I'm less confident in even so than that other you know tier two 
So tier two and three both fall into this great defensive lineman tier, but tier three are guys I'm less confident in. Um, I'll go ahead and read those off to you. At 20, we have Max Crosby, Las Vegas Raiders. 21, Robert Quinn, Chicago. 22, Eric Armstead. 23, Trey Flowers. 24, Yannick Ngakwe. 25, Jason Pierre-Paul, Tampa Bay. 26, D. Ford, San Francisco. 27, Melvin Ingram, L.A., Chargers. 28, Brian Burns, Carolina Panthers. 29, Montez Sweat, Washington, Redskins. And 30, Calais Campbell, Baltimore Ravens. So that's two tiers, but both these tiers are what I'm qualifying as great defensive linemen. I have a lot of faith in this upper tier. You know, Cameron Jordan is an elite player. Chase Young is supposed to be an elite player. We've seen Demarcus Lawrence be an elite player. You know, DeForest Buckner, one of the most solid floors in the league, averaging over 60 tackles a season. Chris Jones lives behind the line of scrimmage. All of these guys can get you points in a lot of different ways. Um, and I'm very confident in them as low-end ones. I mean, I would be happy to have Frank Clark as my number 18 defensive lineman. He's in Tier 2. I'd be happy with Frank Clark to consider him a low-end one. He's ranked as a 2, but, you know, in IDP, you can kind of blend these. You know, sometimes you really do have ties. You know, these are kind of – this tier is a represents players that will score similarly. Um, a couple of guys I do want to highlight in tier two are um, Josh Allen. So we have rookie Josh Allen. We lose Calais Campbell, led all rookies last year with 10 and a half sacks, D- played a pretty low number of snaps, though, only 634. Uh, Nick Bosa played more snaps. Max Crosby played more snaps. Uh, Montez Sweat all played more snaps, but Josh Allen got the sacks. 11 tackles for loss, 23 quarterback hits, and he only started four games compared to a player like Montez Sweat, who was in that next tier, uh, started all games. So Josh Allen, he's got the talent, you know, He, but we, we have a little bit of, you know, movement. We don't know if Yannick's going to play. That's why Yannick is in tier three and not tier two. Um, you know, that's why Calais Campbell's in tier three and not tier two, a little movement, a little unsurety. So I'm, I'm, I'm highlighting this just to kind of give you an idea of while I'm not, while I do have Yannick at 24 and Calais Campbell at 30, that does not mean for a second that I don't believe that they could move up and finish as a high end to, you know, maybe in even 18, 19. You know what I mean? And maybe even get to a one status. But this tier is kind of a very fluid area for me. Tier two and tier three. Tier three, guys, I want to highlight Max Crosby. Just a little bit less faith in Max Crosby than Nick Bosa and Josh Allen because, I mean, frankly, it took him a little while to get on the field. You know, the talent's obviously there, but what are we not seeing that made it to where it took week three or four weeks for them to notice him? And he did have a lot of his production in one game so he's a little little less confident in him than i am in josh allen um another guy i want to highlight in this tier jason pierre paul now jason pierre paul was pacing essentially to have a similar season to miles garrett last year Um, let me see if i can pull that up real fast he had he only start he played in 10 games only started eight eight and a half sacks so he had a game a sack in every game he started 16 quarterback hits again just in 10 games Let's compare that to Miles Garrett. 18 in 10 games, 10 sacks in 10 games. 
So those numbers are very comparable. Uh, Miles Garrett with 11 tackles for loss in 10 games. Jason Pierre-Paul with nine. Getting their points in different ways, but pacing each other. Now, Jason Pierre-Paul has a kind of a legendary injury situation. He kind of just – if there was a player that's just injury prone and not even playing football, it's Jason Pierre-Paul. That's why he falls down in this category for me. And there's other guys on this line that are going to eat. Dominic and Sue, Vita Vea, Shaq Barrett, most notably. Also, Levante David and Devin White. So there's a little more competition for Jason Pierre-Paul than there is for Miles Garrett. But that's another example of a player that would not shock me that is in Tier 3 that could jump up very easily and be finishing that Tier 2, which is nine or 8 through 19. So... That's the last the last player I want to highlight in tier three before I read off tier four, which is a little bit a little bit smaller of a tier, um, is Montez Sweat. I, I wrote an, a couple articles on DynastyNerds.com, which you guys go check out. I'll leave a link below in the description of this. But it was it was recapping the rookies, and it was recapping Montez Sweat, and it was recapping Nick Bosa, and it was recapping Josh Allen. And it's interesting, you know, Montez Sweat started all sixteen games. He was thrown to the fire didn't lead the, the rookies in sacks, but he did lead them in tackles. He had 50 tackles, which was more than Crosby, more than Bosa, more than Allen. Um, you know, so he did pull that off and you have to remember he was playing on a very, he is playing on a very talented line. There are a lot of guys there that can get stuff done. Deron Payne, um, Matt Ioannidis, Jonathan Allen, now Chase Young, who I do have in my tier two. But Montez Sweat is another player who could take a big jump this year. And while he is in Tier 3, don't be surprised. You know, he could be a Tier 2 guy up there with Chase Young, who's also in Tier 2 for me this year. And, you know, these are all players that I think you can play as twos, high-end twos, low-end ones. Um, You might want to load up on a couple if you do not get one of the the higher-end guys, one of my Tier 1 guys. Just, you know, kind of like lottery picks, you know, hope, you know, if you have three or four or five of these guys, when one of them does hit, you will, you know, you won't have had to pay up. Jason Pierre-Paul, perfect example, pacing with Miles Garrett points wise. So I'm going to go ahead and get to my tier four defensive lineman. So this is my tier four. This is where we go to what I call serviceable defensive linemen. And honestly, this tier could be massive. I'm only going to highlight a few guys in this tier, but it could go much deeper than that. But for the sake of time, you know, I don't want you guys to spend your whole lives, you know, listening to this. I want you to be able to digest this information, go to the site, expand the box score, check it out because my rankings do change. They are fluid, you know, as I'm new information is coming. I actually changed one of my rankings on the last show as I was looking at Zadarius Smith. So as I'm seeing new things, I, I am moving guys around and, you know, I'm, I'm staying fluid and I'm paying attention and, but I want to show you, highlight some of the main guys that I'm looking at in tier four. These are low end twos, DL threes, and kind of streamers. But in this area, some guys I'm really looking at um, is at 30, Chase Winovich, 32, Kenny Clark, 33, Larry Ogunjobi, 34, Marcus Golden, 35, Ed Oliver, 36, Marcus Davenport, New, or- New Orleans, and then uh, 37, Jonathan Allen, uh, Washington Redskins. These guys. W- Chase Winovich, I'll start with him, did not play a lot of snaps last year, but when he was on the field, he was scoring points. He was getting, I think, he had five sacks. Didn't start any games last year, but so many players are opting out with COVID on the Patriots. There's almost no world where Chase Winovich does not see a massive 
increase in snaps, not just an increase, like a big one. Um, and if he was, if they schemed it up to where he got as much done as he did last year, pay attention. Um, he's tier four, but he's a guy that I, in a lot of my dynasty leagues, I've been trying to add to the end of my benches. Kenny Clark, one of the better interior rushers uh, up in Green Bay, was a little bit banged up this last year, so wasn't as disruptive as he was the year before, but still super young and a lot of upside there. He's already shown himself to be a capable pass rusher from the interior, and I think if he gets a big season this year, he's going to get a lot more kind of recognition in IDP and around the league. So in your DT-specific leagues too, he's a guy that a lot of people are, you know, you're passing on him for your sexier names like your DeForest Buckners, your Grady Jarrett's. You know, you can wait around and get Kenny Clark probably a little later than you should be able to. Larry Ogunjobi is another name right after him that I love in defensive tackle specific leagues, but then two away from him, Ed Oliver. These are guys in a DL league on sleeper that I'm comfortable with, you know, as my DL threes. And that's kind of where I have them ranked, you know, by the ranking guidelines. These are low end twos, DL threes, and streamers. And I don't know if I read these off, but they're, you know, seven and a, seven sacks or more is the threshold, 13 or more quarterback hits, 35 or more tackles, and 12 or more impact plays. That's kind of my threshold to reach or be considered in this and the guys that I that I would play that each and every week kind of knowing okay this is kind of where their season is going to go so I'm going to go ahead and read off that tier one more time for you tier four uh, 31 Chase Winovich 32 Kenny Clark 33 Larry Ogunjobi 34 Marcus Golden 35 Ed Oliver 36 Marcus Davenport and 37 Josh Allen um, that's it guys. Like that's just my thoughts right there. That's kind of my process of how I've ranked these guys out. Go to expand the Uh, you can see my full rankings. They go all the way to, uh, 63 defensive line players right now. Um, that I think are going to be IDP relevant, most IDP relevant. Um, so that, that link will be in the description of this episode. Uh, I will put the link to my dynasty nerds article series over the rookie rushers, because there were a lot of guys that were rookies in 2019 that are on, in these these tiers of playable players this year. Um, and in Dynasty, you should definitely be interested because you'll notice there was only one player that even from this 2020 class that made it onto this list, and that was Chase Young. So last year was the year to get a, uh, an edge rusher, or a, an edge guy, or a defensive line guy in your Dynasty leagues 2019. Go get them now still before the blow-up happens because these guys are legit. Like I said, Josh Allen, Chase Young, or Josh Allen, Max Crosby, Nick Bosa, all three guys that are in my first three tiers. I mean, you're going to be able to play them every week. You're going to want to play them every week. And then you get down and you get Brian Burns. I mentioned him. I didn't even highlight Brian Burns, but check out the article on Dynasty Nerds. Brian Burns is highlighted. Montez Sweat's highlighted. Chase Winovich, Ed Oliver. These are these are guys, these are names you're going to be hearing in IDP fantasy football for many years to come. Um, so go check that out. And, yeah, appreciate the Big Three Network. Appreciate Expand the Box Score. Um, you guys can listen to our other show, the IDP 411, which is with my man Jared and my man Steve. We rock out over there. But, yeah, uh, my next show that I'll post will be my defensive back rankings for 2020. I'll give you guys my first three or four tiers on those. And then, yeah, we'll be back again soon. Have a good one. Let the rain hit the sand. Build a house on a rock, got a plan. Mm. Gotta get stocks, keep them bands. Hit the clock, tick blades on a fan. Mm. Used to be mundane on a Monday. Now you have fun day on a Sunday. Mm. Cause you're switching it up and you're living it up. You ain't getting it enough.
This has been a production of the Big Three Network.